0: Welcome everybody to The World Is a Mess, and I just want to steampunk it. This is episode 17, February the 9th, 2021. And I'm here with my co-host on speakerphone, Rock Ann. Say hello, Rock Ann.
1: I am excited for Valentine's Day.
0: Why are you excited for Valentine's Day?
1: Because I got some plans with my um, OC um and D character, Eight Foot Beast.
0: Uh, eight foot beast what is it, what is it? Really? O, what is
1: it? OC original
0: character. Uh, oh. original. Yeah, I think
1: that's. What but
0: it he is—is kind of is he really, really that original? Yes. Okay. So, what was what, when we're talking about your character, eight-foot beast? What was some of the ideas that came into your head about this character? Well, I mean, like, what was the motivation? What was the inspiration for creating this character?
1: Sorry, everyone. I'm at CBS. Um, Lovely. Yeah. Uh, um, so, basically... So, basically, um, like, when I started playing D&D, that was basically the main motivation to start creating this character. But I write... Um, well, I have a book in... I talk about having a crush on a rock star and I don't want to say who that rock star really, really was. So, like, I always wanted to have like some kind of fictional character in.
0: So for, this like, is the rock star that I'm actually talking about. So, well, I, I won't, I won't I, like, say the name. I won't reveal the name publicly, but anyway, so this is a, based on a secret crush.
1: Um. Partially, yes. I had
0: more than one
1: because it growing up. Ah, okay. One of them's not so secret.
0: Well it's aren't you looking for aren't you looking forward to hanging out with me for Valentine's Day? Well we're not technically oh, getting yeah, a, tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah
1: we're doing it tomorrow, yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna look at the Valentine's
0: Day stuff
1: that well, sorry, I'm gonna see this with my dad. I just call my dad Robin. Okay. Um okay so my big plans for Valentine's Day So I've already been getting some more traction on the Instagram page and I recently opened up a TikTok and every morning I'm uploading a video like saying good morning and um, basically it's, oh yeah, I got the gloves for 8-foot. I'm so excited because I got the gloves. I've been getting a lot more attention on the social media page because I got these like zombie chiller gloves. And um, like basically, so 8-foot is basically kind of like A sweet but scary, monstrous looking guy that's mostly, like, heavily based on Peter Seale, like, heavily, heavily based on him.
0: Ah, you revealed the name. You revealed the name. But, yeah. There's
1: there's another secret crush that I haven't revealed the name of. That's not so secret. Oh, is
0: that the the other one that, have I met this secret crush? Yeah, of course you have. We met him. Okay. Oh, oh, you're so sweet.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I'm
0: not a, I'm not a jealous type. I, I understand yeah. you have everybody has I mean, I celebrity had crush crushes on these dudes
1: when I was 13.
0: So, OK, they, well,
1: I mean, well, actually, one happened earlier than the other. But, yeah, like, when I found out that Peter Steele died, that's when I kind of, like, around that time I started crushing on him.
0: Okay. But, I
1: mean, it all happened when I was 13, pretty much. That was the year that things started peaking for me. But, yeah. Um, So these are based on two crushes that I had when I was 13, or I developed them around the time when I was 13, or around just... Approximation. One crush happened probably a few years earlier than the other. Okay. I crushed on somebody else before Peter Steele because I really didn't know who Peter Steele was before he died too well. So but yeah. I one really crush growing up I though, knew
0: him so. as um he was like that uh emo dark gothic mona guy. I knew who you had,
1: were gonna start talking shit. <laughs> you
0: start shit. all right daniel daniel Bertison from <laughs> ontario canada from bellwood is here can you hear me daniel yep i can hear you hello hello yeah can you oh wait me? i gotta put my headphones on i'm doing part the first part of the podcast with my girlfriend rock Anne. she's on speakerphone can you hear me daniel Yep. I hear you. Awesome. Awesome. So what's on your mind today, Daniel?
2: Um, did you hear that uh, William Dafoe has just stepped on the set of Spider-Man 3?
0: Spider-Man 3.
2: Yeah. Like the MCU version of Spider-Man well, didn't 3. Didn't
0: he have a cameo in Spider-Man 3? Oh, you're talking about uh, mm-hmm. the MCU Spider-Man 3. Got it. Yeah. I didn't hear about that. What What is uh, oh, they're going to do in the the Marvel multiverse? Is that what that has to do with? Yeah, Spider Verse. The Spider Verse. Well, cool. Sounds snazzy. Yeah. They already confirmed uh, Alfred Molina's Doc Doc
2: is going to okay, be. Yeah, they're probably me myself
0: now. You can if you want. We're talking about the Spider Verse and the Marvel MCU, which. You've seen WandaVision and you, but you, you're not totally familiar because you haven't seen most of the Marvel. Um, I've seen WandaVision up to episode
1: five, but I'm not familiar with the what's the movie that became before
0: WandaVision? Because like the Avengers and uh, Avengers Endgame, but yeah, the the Marvel MCU movies, you're not that familiar with. Oh yeah, I need to
1: watch Endgame. Right now, I'm on the second Star Wars movie. So after I finish the second Star Wars movie, I can watch Endgame. So that way, I can make more sense
0: of Avengers Endgame. Well, it's Infinity War, is the beginning of that story, and then Endgame. Yeah, it is definitely a total trip. It is definitely an acid trip. You're not sure what's going on, and a lot of things are contradicting themselves, and then weird things are happening.
1: It kind of reminds me of my dreams. Like a
0: lot of my dreams are like that. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, you could, put, you could put me on mute while I talk to Daniel or if you want to interject, take yourself off mute. That's all right. Whatever. You're a free participant here at The, the world is a mess and I just want to steampunk it podcast. Uh, anyway, so so does this have to do with William Defoe? What movie is he going to be in? What, what, is this going to be Doctor. Strange 2? i think he's going to be in both um
2: spider-man 3 and doctor strange 2 in the multiverse of madness i don't see everybody's online is wondering is he going to be um, norman osborne of the sam Raimi universe or is he going to be norman osborne of the mcu yes that's, that's like a question we all a lot of people ask and um
0: well i think well, a lot of people are also uh confused about like the nature of quicksilver and wandavision is this the the Quicksilver from the um, the uh, X-Men universe, or is this the Quicksilver from the MCU? Like, uh, well, the Quicksilver of the MCU died in Ultron. Yeah, so. but he apparently has come back, Petro. Mm-hmm. And he's got the same hair color, like black at the bottom and silver at the top. Uh, I know Beyond the Trailer talked about she thinks that it's Pietro from the MCU just portrayed by the same actor from the, the X-Men universe, but who's to say for sure? We shall find out in WandaVision episode six. Yeah, people are like,
2: oh, she pulled him from the Fox universe. You know, she's pulling people from other universes. She doesn't even know it yet. She's subconsciously doing it.
0: Well, that's entirely possible, but uh, but uh who can say for sure yeah and the reason i think they've done a good job of uh confusing people and misleading people and and just building up anticipation like i i'm anxious for episode six uh and each episode they don't it doesn't feel long enough you really want it to be like an hour long it feels too short because there's a lot going on in like 40 minutes like the
2: next episode is going to be like what
0: in the 90s because this episode was in the 80s right the next episode is going to I be. Don't i don't know there's no real watch. logic you know when it comes to this show uh it just seems to be like a bubble universe partially created by wanda but maybe she's being influenced by something some outside force but who can say for sure
2: Yeah, I can't wait because like, I love the nineties. I grew up in the nineties. The nineties was my decade, you know, and I just love, I can't wait until we reach it and stuff. And, um, yeah. And I really, I think, you know what, like I said, many times, I think that some elements that she's pulling from other universes are going to stay in the MCU, even after Dr. Strange fixes the multiverse. Some people are going to stay like, uh, alfred molina's doc ock maybe william defoe's green goblin maybe uh, maybe the, the sandman you remember the sandman from spider-man 3
0: yeah yeah Spider- maybe Il- spider-man 3 was terrible by the way but yeah yeah
2: i mean it was it, it was terrible but the only good part about spider-man 3 was like the sandman thomas hayden church's sandman he was good
0: yeah um, that part was good but i didn't like the way they did venom and i didn't like how they did uh green goblin light that's what i'm going to call them green goblin light because they had built up anticipation for three movies you're like oh my god his son is going to become the evil new green goblin and then he he sort of equips himself with the green goblin equipment but then he gets knocked unconscious really easy gets amnesia and then everything's back to normal again and he's best friends with Peter Parker again. And it's just really, it was kind of a cop-out and anticlimactic. climatic uh, I thought that the actor who played Venom, well, Venom uh, was uh, was really, he's a comic actor. And he just didn't do well portraying Venom. Um, and it just felt corny, like a cheesy B movie. Yeah, it's um, like that
2: 70 show guy, what's his name? Yeah, I can't remember his name. I can't remember his name but he he wasn't he wasn't wasn't Venom style Venom is a big muscle head right he's a big muscle head he works out he's huge um yeah but this guy was too skinny he was way too skinny yeah
0: he didn't he just didn't fit the type of being a supervillain it just it did not work for me uh, Sandman was really good that part was really well done they, I really wish they would have just focused on Sandman it would have been a lot better movie if, uh, if they had cut out the Green Goblin Jr and saved that for another movie and then, and then cut out Venom and just focused on Sandman then it would have probably been a much better movie and then we probably could have had a Spider-Man 4 in, instead yeah. of the Amazing Spider-Man movies which weren't really that good uh I, I've seen both Amazing Spider-Man movies and I wasn't really that impressed. Oh, did did you buy Amazing Spider-Man too? You said you would buy it. I bought it at the dollar store. Uh I'm gonna mm-hmm. probably resell it on um I'm gonna resell it on eBay. I get rid of been getting rid of movies like DVDs, Blu-rays that I don't want or need, uh I uh, I sell on eBay. But um how do you do that? How do, you, how do you sell things on eBay? You sign up for an account and then you you have to put in a debit card for billing. Oh because they get you get billed selling fees. Oh. eBay the eBay typically charges like 10% of mm-hmm. the price of the item that you sold. But yeah.
2: So so how much did it cost at the dollar store? Was it like what a dollar or two? Or what was it four? Uh, it was two dollars. Oh Yeah, that that was pretty good.
0: That was uh, Amazing Spider Man 2 on Blu ray with the digital copy, which I already redeemed the digital copy. Um, And I think I have it right here. Yeah, I have it right here. I, I intend this is a pile of movies that I intend to sell. Yeah, I got, I got this at the dollar store for two bucks. Amazingly good deal because it, 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 you got the Blu-ray copy. Blu-rays are normally expensive, and you also got the DVD. It's got the DVD and the Blu-ray. I've already removed the slip, but it also came with a um, serial number for doing a, a digital redemption, which I've already done on iTunes. But... Um, yeah, uh, I mean it was interesting. I wanted I wanted to see this movie. I never got around to seeing it, but I could see why it was just the Green Goblin was weird and kind of cheesy with the way they portrayed him. And uh, I don't know. I just I didn't like Electro. Uh, I thought Electro was kind of kind of weird is the way they portrayed him. Uh, it just wasn't that good. I wasn't feeling it. Wasn't feeling it.
2: It was weird. Like there
0: was, it was just like, there oh. was something missing in the Amazing Spider Man movies. They only made two of them, mm-hmm. uh, but there was something missing. It just there was some chemistry missing, and it just didn't.
2: Yeah, we're going to make a third one, and we were going to get Will Will Smith to play Doc Ock. I'll, you know uh, what's his name? Yeah, and I was like, Will Smith as Doc Ock? That would have been bad.
0: That probably would have been really cheesy. Yeah. But, you know, uh,
2: what's his name? Tom Holland keeps keeps on saying that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are not in the movie. However, a pizza delivery guy claimed, or he keeps on insisting that he was delivering pizza to Andrew Garfield. And Andrew Garfield was in the same place they were filming Spider-Man Three. Hmm. He was in the same area. Now, what would he be doing in the same area if he wasn't filming for that movie?
0: Well, this is just all gossip. So, who's to say anything could go when it comes to gossip?
2: Hmm. So. And this also, is- yeah. Tobey McGuire was doing a costume fitting. He was doing costume fitting in back in December. Well, what would he be doing that for? He's probably doing something for the movie. Probably. So I'm just really excited. I mean, oh my God, these multiverse movies are going to be so cool. You got Spider Man 3, and then you got Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness. And then after that, you're going to have Ant Man 3 Quantum Mania, which they haven't even started filming yet. And I think that's going to... Well,
0: everything's on the back burner and delayed because of COVID. I mean, COVID is still ravaging uh, America as we speak on February the 9th, 2021. We're up to... Oh, what's the death count now? It's so depressing. Um, Yeah, we're up to 468,000 deaths. Yesterday, we had 3,098 deaths. So, yeah, we're still in America. We still have a 9-11 every day because of COVID and because of Trump's incompetence and, um, you know, missing vaccines. It's a mess here in America. It really is. And the economy is in really bad shape. Yes, it is. What did you say, Rocket? It is a mess. Yeah, I mean Canada. Uh, Canada is a little bit better off than United States. Uh, they have handled COVID so much better than the United States. Um, Canada. See, let me look at. Uh, I mean, if you base it on, yeah, Canada has a less has less uh, population in the United States, but per capita, they've done better. Well,
1: also the emergency room thing.
0: Yeah, the emergency rooms here. I actually got a story the other day. I actually got a call in on my friend in check because it's it's nuts. His dad last Tuesday, this was a week ago, and I haven't called to find out if he's okay. I don't know. He could have passed away. But uh, my friend who's an engineer in Birmingham, Alabama, his father, who lives in uh, Pensacola, Florida, uh, last Tuesday a week ago started having pain in his gut and he got diagnosed with inflamed um, uh, he had inflamed uh, appendix, which is normally a routine surgery that you should be able to just go to the doctor and a couple hours surgery, they cut it out and then you recover a couple days and you're okay. But no, not in America. We now have the world's worst healthcare system. Uh, here in America, basically he was told that his appendix had swollen to the size of a football and that if it were to blow up inside of him, uh, and they're not able to cut it out in time that he would die. And they told him, and said, yeah, we can't get to you to do surgery until Friday because we are, our are, are, are uh, all of our doctors are unavailable for surgery because they're, you know, because uh, all the hospitals are filled up with COVID patients. Uh, and this is Florida where, you know, Florida is the crazy state. You have a governor who was a Trump bootlooker, uh, De Santos, Governor DeSantos refused to even close Florida and um, he's even tried to suppress the death records and fired data scientists, got data scientists fired from the Department of Health and Human Services for even daring to report the correct numbers because he was trying to suppress the numbers so that he can help out Trump politically. But you can't ignore the facts when death is facing you in the face. But anyway, getting back to my friend, I kind of got off topic there. Uh, so they told his dad that he may die because they're not gonna be able to, even though he needs the surgery on Tuesday, they're not gonna be able to get to him until Friday. And the last time I talked to my friend was on Thursday or no, I think it was on Wednesday and his dad was not doing very well and they were trying to keep him still and his wife was waiting on him hand and foot because if you have uh, an inflamed appendix that big, the size of a football, and they're not able to remove it immediately for several days, the moment that you even slightly move and it ruptures, it's basically an, an infection. So all that bacteria will get into your blood and in your innards and then you'll die from septic shock. And this before covid would have been a routine procedure. Okay, you need an emergency appendix removal, we'll do it today. But now you're having to wait like 4 days to get life-saving surgery. And so the death toll in the United States with it being 463,000 um Yeah, in Canada, there has been uh, 20,000 deaths in Canada. That's a hell of a lot better than the United States. Now, uh, let's see. What's the population of Canada? Pop Canada. Because you got to base it on... uh, Okay, yeah, Canada is 37 million, so... um, That's marginally better than the United States, like, you know, so per capita, that's like 20,000 deaths in Canada is like the equivalent of 200,000 deaths in the United States. We're getting up to nearly half a million deaths here in the United States, and we're probably already at uh, half a million because we haven't even calculated splash damage, like how many people have died from like heart attacks, strokes, Appendix, because they weren't able to get the life-saving surgery they needed because all the hospitals were filled up with COVID patients. Um, there was a uh, the Ask a Mortician channel. She was talking about how COVID has has overburdened the funeral home system because, like, you had all these bodies stacking up and nowhere to bury them because a lot of these families are poor and they can't afford three thousand dollars for a cremation. Uh, You know, if you want a proper funeral, it's gonna be an average of a year's salary at minimum wage. Uh, And uh, most people just can't afford those kind of funeral expenses. And they're having problems keeping up with all the bodies and the majority of people who are dying from COVID are of low income and minority uh, groups. Latino community has been hit particularly hard I know they call it Latinx or you know Latino Latinx whatever you want to call it but it's been hit particularly hard and most of these are poor working families that they don't have the money even for cremation because you know they're making minimum wage and so they said that the, the she said that the federal government's response in the last year due to the covid has been not even there like the federal government has even had any kind of sense of urgency our management and uh funeral homes are overwhelmed and there are people who are not able to bury their dead because they can't afford to do so and she said she's seen more bodies uh within the last six months than in her entire lifetime uh you know there's you know funeral homes are just overwhelmed and they don't know what to do because there's no guidance no leadership let's hope that biden biden is still trying to fix the chaos that trump created uh, Trump cut supplies, cut resources, he slashed funding to the CDC, uh, he suppressed data and information that would have been helpful to tracking the disease. Uh, uh, it's going to take years to fix the damage that Trump has done. So I don't know, our economy's in trouble, the pandemic, we're, we're in trouble uh, from a, a medical, uh, it's a national disaster and we're not treating it as such. So... I don't know what's gonna happen. You got Republicans in Congress saying that we don't need another stimulus because everything is fine. But yet they didn't say that when it came to bailing out Wall Street with the tune of $4 trillion buying toxic assets and bonds. But we got about two minutes left guys. Uh, thank you, Daniel, for joining me from uh, Bellwood, Ontario, Canada. And thank you, Ann, for joining me uh, uh, on the speakerphone. From uh, Torrance, uh, California, and I'm here in North Hollywood, California. But okay. anyway, I gotta get—I gotta get going. I gotta get some grocery shopping done. Uh, thank you. This has been the world is a mess, and I just want to steampunk it. Episode seventeen, uh, February the 9th, twenty twenty-one. You have a nice day, and I will see you twenty-five billion years, I will